Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Okay, last weekend, I missed all of you. I was hosting my weekend retreats that I started this year, and I am not, I'm not even kidding. These are absolutely becoming the very favorite thing that I get to do. And this last weekend was no exception. It is so marvelous and beautiful watching people really come into themselves. On weekends, I feel like I get to watch people like open themselves, like to realize that they are the gift, to watch people have the time, the space, the guidance to bloom, like to really come all the way forward, you know? You know, sometimes with the process of therapy, it can feel daunting because it feels like it can take a while to get there, um, to get through all this stuff. People always ask me, like, how long do you think this will take? Um, and I get it. <laughs> and I think that's why weekends are so magical, because we have time together to get through it. Like time to turn things over and put stuff away and like, open up other stuff, stuff and set it straight. We have time to heal and process and grow in compassion for our story. Okay, I, I could talk about this all day, um, but just go to my website, elisesnipes.com backslash weekends, read about it. Um, I'm going to be releasing six dates for 2019 weekend retreats, and I would love to have you there. They, weekends are for everyone, honestly. Wherever you are in the process with your life or your work, Weekends are like the place to get away and retreat to. You receive care, direction, rest. Um, get in touch with me if you want to sign up or you have questions about coming. Don't keep putting yourself off. That's my encouragement to you, is that you are worth it. Okay, some other fun things and announcements coming up. Um, big surprise, I have been doing <laughs> some dreaming, thinking, planning, making, and I'm going to be releasing some videos soon that explain a little bit more about what I'm doing, okay? In the meantime, I'm gonna talk about it here today so that you can be in on what is going on. So, since leaving my super safe, official, important <laughs> clinical job, um, I have really been rethinking what I'm doing and really letting myself just dream freely. Okay, so for me, the dreaming is the easy part, right? There are infinity things I want to do. I wish I had a hundred lifetimes. <laughs> um, but for this one, for this go out, I just, I want to build something meaningful. I want the freedom to be creative with my work. I want diversity in what I'm doing. And I want to have fun. <laughs> you know, I'm getting that like right now into words and I'm wanting to make it real and I don't just mean like a wing and a prayer but I mean like I want like 
I want this to happen and, and come into real life. And so I had a friend come down and shoot some video um, this last week so I could really let people see what it is I'm trying to do. I think sometimes visuals are helpful like to really help the thing come alive, especially because like all this stuff it like lives in my brain in my heart and the space in between or since the nature of like therapy tends to be confidential obviously and private i feel like i need to find these creative ways to paint the picture so people can really pick up what i'm putting down so all that to say i'm rebranding which is pretty much like this professional way of saying i'm expanding my vision so trailer cast will always be trailer cast and you'll always find it here but it will now be a part of a collective of experiences I offer. So I'm focusing specifically on speaking, weekends, therapy, coaching, and podcasting. Look me up on Instagram at Elise Snipes, that line thing, collective. Um, it makes so much more sense now that I am seeing it outside myself. If I can like bring all of this under the umbrella of this collective, then it makes me feel like I can more clearly communicate like what I'm about and the ways I offer myself back to this world. So if you're on social media, again, it's at Elise Snipes Line Collective, and I will post there about you know all the things. <laughs> My website is still elisesnipes.com, so check that out if you haven't. There is something that feels like super adultish about this, um, or like semi-adultish, <laughs> but I was talking with some friends like the last month or so, and this conversation keeps replaying in my head, okay? Let me tell you a little bit about these two friends. They are super gifted women, okay? One is an artist, one is a writer, and we were talking about this transition from like, when do you go from doing something to being something? Like, I write to I'm a writer, I paint, to I'm a painter. Like, what is the process? What do you need to say in order to claim such like audacious things? Like, do you need a book or a journal? Or is it simply like the declaration itself? Does someone need to buy something from you? Is it a website? Like, what are the qualifications to claim this thing, this title, this identity? Do we make them up? Do others? I mean, what takes a person from here to there? Is it simply saying it? Like, I am blank. Like, like, what is it for you? What are you? Who are you? What do you need to declare about yourself as you live into it? Do it. Say it. Claim it. You know, I think that is what this whole rebranding thing is. It's getting to know myself better, more clearly identifying what it is I want to do, who I am, and then calling myself that, <laughs> like just being that, not making it small, not apologizing for it, not contorting it in a way that feels like it fits into what traditional therapy is or, or how therapists should be or blah, 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 like, but just being me and being in the places that, that I want to be in. So... Who's with me? <laughs> um, I want to dive in to this idea of adulting, okay? I feel like this topic of adulting has been like like smirking at me for a while. And I've been ignoring it like some obnoxious drunk guy in a bar. Like, I hear you. I actually heard you the first time and I'm not looking in your direction because I don't want to look at you. Not because I didn't hear you, <laughs> Right? Like sometimes things come up like this, annoying, disruptive, intoxicated things. 
and I have to decide how I'm going to handle myself. So I have what I call my final frontier. And this part of me, or sphere of my existence, that I absolutely do not want to address on any level. I mean it. I want it to not exist, to just vaporize. But like that obnoxious drunk guy in a bar, it just won't stop. (laughs) In fact, it only gets louder and more insulting. So, this thing, this thing, my final frontier. Final, because I feel like I have very intentionally done work on the other areas in my life. Like, I've worked through my history in therapy. I've done inner child work. I've worked on my intellect and and learned as much as I could about things that would help me through. Working on my core beliefs and the dysfunctional ways I was keeping myself sick with borrowed ideas from other people's mouths. I have faced my spiritual self, digging and weeding and replanting and harvesting. And what I now have is my own style of faith and belief that makes room for beauty and pain and mystery and love without hurting other people or excluding people that are different. You know, I have read the books, listened to the podcast, journaled all the pages, felt all my feelings. I've done the dream work. You name it, I've probably been there and tried it, okay? I am the girl who, when trying to have a 12 and a half pound baby at home, when they told me to drink the castor oil because it will help things get going, I did. Twice. (laughs) Stand on your head, Elise. We need to get the baby in the right position. Okay. (laughs) You guys, I am a good listener about the things I want to listen to. About the things I want to face about the things I know or at least hope I can work through and find resolution, even if they're hard things. But this final frontier, it has always been the wild place for me. This dark, unknown, new territory where things don't play by the rules. It all seems unpredictable and dangerous. And I tend to just shut it down. It feels too hard, too unmanageable. It feels too big, deep. It feels like it would take too much time to work on or like it will be a forever thing to work on. You know, and frankly, that makes me feel exhausted, like even thinking about it. And hence why I just kind of keep ignoring it and looking the other way at all the beautiful things. You know, it is amazing how creative and resourceful we can be in our methods of self-inflicted blindness. One of the most treasured experiences as a therapist is getting a front row seat to people's bravery. I feel so freaking humbled and blessed and blown away by the work my people are doing. You know, sometimes I feel like that super over-the-top proud mom yelling from the bleachers with a screechy voice and a scrunchie. Sometimes I feel a silent pride as I watch people open themselves to their beauty and power. I feel overwhelmingly grateful that I even get to call this my work. And here's the thing, though, about being in the business of change. It's contagious. Like, really contagious. 
And it takes me back to my own work again and again. I have to make sure I do my own work so I don't get in the way of my people's work. I want to search all the places and know what's hiding there. So I am ready to help you do the same thing. Okay, this isn't mandatory. They don't force you into this in therapy school. But I feel like it's out of respect in some way. Like for the work, for the people, and also for me. It's good for me. A couple weeks ago, I podcasted about pain and vulnerability. And what you heard in that episode was my sickness. The thing I have been avoiding rearing its ugly head. So here's the deal. I've had some form of autoimmune disorder since I was 16. And they told me there is something wrong with me that will just always be wrong with me. And that there's nothing we can really do. That is now over half my life. My final frontier is my physical body. Here, let me explain. It is so much easier, so much safer to exist in the other parts of me. To exist outside of my body in some way. Like to live in my thoughts, in my dreams, in my feelings even. Like I know how to go to those places. To leave this body of pain and wounds and memories and seek solace in the other parts of me. What began as a survival technique became a constant escape. And now I feel like childish and unsure as I approach this learning. When I was a child, I experienced abuse. I internalized that pain and it began to make me hate my body and mentally step away from it. I wanted to put space between the me that was within and the me that was incurring all this pain. And so when things would get bad, I would just like float away. When my neighbor assaulted me, I froze. I just left my body, pretending it wasn't happening because it wasn't happening, not to me. I was way up here and safe and the bad things were happening way down there to that bad body who makes bad things happen. Can you hear how convenient this process was? To abandon myself? To separate what I didn't know how to deal with? compartmentalize and house what I wanted and then like discard the rest. Going and growing up and then entering the church and then being taught that my body caused people to sin, that it was bad. So I hid it, I covered it, I shamed it, I felt bad about it. I felt sinful in my body. (laughs) Such a trap. I also learned to associate food with feelings and would both punish and reward myself with food. Always more, as much as I wanted, whenever I wanted, just stuffing myself with what I couldn't get from those around me. Comfort. Love. This insatiable desire to be seen and known for who I am. I was hard on my body. I expected it to, like, to perform for me in sports, pushed myself to the extent of injury. I had reconstructive shoulder surgery when I was 15 because of all the damage. (laughs) My body had always failed me. And so I left, mirroring the actions of the people who had left me. 
So no surprises, right, that I have chronic pain, autoimmune disorder where my body attacks itself and I can't function. I mean, I see the connection. Do you? Do you hear what happens when we internalize pain? When we punish ourselves with other people's words? When we blame ourselves for other people's shortcomings? When we take responsibility for our abusers? When we don't know what to do with all the big ugly things so we just find other places to exist? That can only last so long. Such a beautifully crafted survival skill. The only thing is, I haven't needed that for some time now. Yet I don't know how to not use it. Don't know how to descend back into my body and live there and let it be a good home. This is my final frontier. The way back to me. I'm going to tell you more about my process thus far. So I told you I was a good listener, okay? And that I try all the weird things people swear will solve, like, all these problems. Except on this. Because I am not even joking. I have been unwilling to do what doctors have said. So the first set of doctors at 16 wanted to prescribe opiates and steroids for the rest of my life. Uh, No. Hard no. That was not a difficult turn down. But it's when I started seeking out alternative medicine or Eastern medicine and all those interventions that the doctors suggested, they just hit this nerve. And it was too raw. You know, they would ask me about my life, my history, my childhood, and I would like, assure them that I've, I've done the work. And so even though you're horrified and incurring vicarious trauma by listening to my life story, I really am okay. <laughs> And then they would ask me about my diet, my lifestyle, what I'm putting in my body, alcohol intake. They would draw my blood, do muscle testing. They'd look at me, you know, from all these different new weird ways from their method of healing. And then each time, after many, many findings, they would come back and say, "Um, you have no immune system. Your body has no nutrients. Your blood results came back, and it looks like you have the immune system of a cancer patient on chemo. And while I would temporarily feel validated, you know, like I was like getting closer to this reason for why I felt so much pain and felt so bad and tired all the time. It felt good to feel like, look, there's proof, there's evidence, like this is how I feel. I feel that sick or that bad. And then they would move towards solution practical things to do or change or try. And always, always, they would start with how I care for my body. Food, drink, exercise, sleep, stress. And each time I would just nod, listen, (laughs) and then tell them, I'm sorry, I'm not ready to do this. And then I'd leave and get back in my car like unable to even look at myself in the rearview mirror, saturated with so much shame, so much fear. Why can't I face this? Or why do I feel like I can't face this? It all felt so deep and primal and ancient. And I felt so little, so incapable, so alone, so stuck. 
And recently, a bunch of things happened. An autoimmune flare, Uganda, and weekends. So right before I left for my trip to Uganda, my body started shutting down. And you can listen to that episode on 34, I think. But the thing about my pain or suffering is that I, I like to do it alone. <laughs> Just retreat into myself. But being a mom, a wife, a friend, it is so much more difficult to hide, to cover up what's going on. You see, what, what used to work couldn't work because my life actually has healthy community now with people who see me and want to care for me and that ironically, I can't pull out of and hide. <laughs> your friends, your family or chosen family are so, so important to your overall well-being. And this was case in point. This recent autoimmune episode, I felt immobilized. And that's typical, okay? But this time I felt like I wanted to get back into my life. Like there were people to return to and a role for me to play. A position that is mine called mama, wife, love. Historically in suffering with this pain, it was usually just me. So something was beginning to shift. And then I went to Uganda like a totally sane person would do <laughs> after being in the hospital. Um, you can listen to all that on episodes 35 and 36. But being there in Uganda in this place that I have always felt was home and then to get there and feel like it wasn't anymore. Like I got all the way out there and had to like turn and realize that where I just left was my home. That that was the place of my familiarity and belonging. I felt undone by this. Something intensely historical was healing within me. I have a place. I belong somewhere to someone's. It felt good, beautiful, holy even. The third piece of this has to do with weekends. So I started hosting these weekend events in June. And while we were at this weekend, and one of the activities that we were working on is considering the different like spheres of ourselves and how we're integrated, how we get injured in these places, and also how we heal. Ultimately, it's like how we are in process to living out of our whole selves in freedom and beauty. And during this weekend, I saw a giant gaping hole in myself. It was my void, my final frontier, this thing I have avoided and kept locked in the basement. And as I watched the women around me facing themselves with such bravery, trusting me even, to allow them the space to open and heal, I felt like buoyed. Like, Elise, this is literally what you do and what you are about. Like, real life, real person healing, the whole thing. Not fractioned off pieces, but the whole damn thing. So, so all that is happening, and I had to ask myself, 
if I showed up in my trailer and was just telling this therapist about my symptoms and my process and the things I tried and not tried and, and why I'm not doing anything right now, my therapist self would like listen, nod, and then I would say, okay, so you tell me when you're ready to grow up and we can get to work. <laughs> I wouldn't let myself get away with this shit. I'm not kidding. That might sound harsh, but honestly, at sometimes I have to tell myself, you know what, Elise? You know who you are. You are an overcomer. You are a survivor, a fearless, strong, capable woman who knows how to lean into love. So get up. <laughs> like, get up. Let's do this thing. And I feel like if, if I could just call myself out on my bullshit, that I maybe would stand up and say, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, like, what am I doing? Sitting here in this thing, in this place, in this darkness, allowing that to be louder, stronger, and overpowering me. What am I doing with this fractioned off, hidden, shameful piece? Letting it sit over there alone and orphaned. That is not who I am. And so I have to confront that, look that in the eyes, look at that orphan and say, you need to come home. And so I, I did that. <laughs> I did that. I made the doctor's appointments. And then I actually showed up. I let them draw my blood, read my results, I listened as they explained how I need to have MRIs of my brain, spine. I listened as they explained the need to build my immune system, how to take care of my body. I accepted their guidance. I let them lead me, which has been healing in and of itself, since letting others have their way with me has been such a deep wounding. To trust someone with my body is inherently restorative and part of this process. And then I had to take all their information and suggestions and plans and do something with it. <laughs> because going halfway wasn't going to get me anywhere. I had to plan and prep and take time to care for me. Me. <laughs> In doing that, I had to like face all my demons and talk them down, work through my feelings of worthlessness, work through the desire to stuff myself or numb myself or leave myself, confront old habits, mindless patterns of destruction. I had to be a freaking adult and take care of myself. And it sucks. Oh my God, it sucks so hard. <laughs> and you know what else? It is so so good. It has been so, so good. I know, okay, I know I'm going deep on this episode, maybe even dark for some of you. I'm okay with that. I value freedom over fear of what others will think. I'm okay with being a work in progress and even doing some of that work here. I know there is beauty in the finding and so much release as I walk further into the wild places. So, my friend, what is your wild place? 
What is left to explore, uncover, hold, care for? What healing are you longing for? What connection do you need so you can live whole and free and wonderfully you? When you are ready, there is room for you on the road to healing. You don't have to be able. You just have to raise your hand so I can help you get up and get on your way. I hope you let us see you. I hope you let everyone see how glorious you are so that you can say, this is me. All the parts of me, this is me. Stranger to the dark Hide away, they say Cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, they say No one will love you as you are But I won't let them break me down to dust I know that there's a place for us For we are
Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Snipes Collective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at elise at elisesnipes.com. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.